Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Sports and Entertainment. We are back. We are here. Guys, do not be mad at me. I know I'm a day late. You know, things happen. I've been, you know, just say getting back, getting used to the normal, I should say. Um, As you're aware, I don't know if you guys are aware, excuse me, um, but just say life has been lifing back to normal for me but I'm very happy I'm very blessed but this is not even about me you want to know why I continuously do this like seriously I had put a post right about who wanted to come on the show anyone who wants to come talk hoops with me basketball coaches anything like that right so I get you know a couple people tagging people um, and a lot of times I do that and a lot of times some of them be like, oh yeah, hit me up in, um, a month or so. But then uh, there's some real people that truly want to come on the platform and that truly want to speak to me. And it's an absolute honor, a pleasure. And I feel like this is why I'm here. This is why I was told to have this platform. This is why... You know, Let's Talk Sports and Entertainment with C exists. This is why Sports Talk with C exists is because I was able to meet Coach B. Jones. And it was so great to just meet people that truly, truly, truly want to get to know you, that listen to your platform, that truly want to expand women in sports, that want to expand women in this industry in general that just want to really truly see other women grow and I felt it just by the inbox I felt it by the first hi hello interaction and I just really want to say thank you because um it means a lot to me and sometimes I don't know if I give really give thanks to the people that truly invest and see and actually listen to see and that's there for see and I don't know if I give enough thanks to you guys and I was having this conversation last night and I'm very grateful for you and thank you coach B for coming and you know honestly just chopping it up with C and um, we'll get into this interview but I just wanted to say that because it this platform means a lot to me and When we was going through, um, you know, our talk and we was having, you know, this conversation, um, what really stood out to me was that she said, this gives players a chance to play at a high level. And when I asked her when she hears women's basketball, she said, it's the fundamentals of the game. And that really stood out to me because in a lot of basketball, we see that is missing. So to hear that I was like wow and you know these are you know older women that just still want to play basketball and that don't have like you know the athleticism and what we're used to seeing on TV like in the NBA and they just have their skill you know their knowledge and guys you know what let's get right into this interview so enough hearing of me talk you get to hear what coach B has to say and you know more about Denver Dynasty Pro Sports. Um, introducing Coach B. Hey. 
Good evening, Coach B. Thank you for coming on Let's Talk Sports and Entertainment with C. How are you doing this afternoon? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for asking and thank you for giving me the opportunity to have you come in and talk basketball with me. I thank you for the opportunity for reaching out and, you know, just hopping in the inbox and, you know, a lot of people be shy and scared, but thank you for, you know, just, you know, taking the opportunity and, you know, giving your girl a chance. All right. Thank you for the opportunity for giving us the platform to, you know, get our word out and, you know, the things that we have going on in sports, especially with women's basketball, with it being such an important time with it right now. So uh, super appreciate this time. So looking forward to the conversation. Absolutely. So tell us who you are and where you're from. Uh, so I'm Coach V. I'm the owner of Denver Dynasty Women's uh, Pro Exposure Team here in Denver, Colorado. Uh, I'm originally from down south, uh, from Houston, Texas. I've uh, been here in Denver for like the last five years. Um, and Denver Dynasty kind of got started. Uh, it was a guy who was trying to start a like pro-am league, you know, with some teams, but it kind of fell apart. But I had told the women we were going to do this. And, you know, I didn't want to, you know, let them down. You know, I had got women up off the couch, you know, wanting to have a second opportunity at their basketball career. So, I continued to go along with it, um, try to find opportunities. I didn't know much about it. Um, 20 years ago, we didn't have all these opportunities either for women uh, as well, even at the semi-pro level, because uh, there's a number of small leagues here around the country um, that a number of women play in that plays overseas and things of that nature. So uh, it was a new realm for me. So uh, we've been... Um, out here for about three years this is our third season um so it's gotten better each season so we're just excited about you know moving forward and you know our ultimate goal is to you know eventually you know I know that we got to get a Z League you right, know right, we, right. We, you know we're gonna have to get that so you know uh, I know they're going to be looking for organizations you know that's kind of already established a little bit that they could possibly bring on to you know, be developmental uh, organizations for players so that they can be able to stay on some of these teams. You know, right now, everybody's like, we need more spots, we need more spots. But the truth is, a lot of our girls need more development as well. You mm -hmm. know, that jump from college to the pro is a that's a big difference. Even right now, you know, we was thinking, you know, we have players that, you know, played at major D1 schools, Fresno State, Arizona, Oklahoma State. And it's still small things of the game that they still haven't learned or maybe forgot or haven't touched base in years. So, you know, it's still something different. So um, we're just out here trying to continue pushing the uh, envelope, giving these women an opportunity to continue to play at a high level. We actually just came back from Jamaica. Uh, playing in the showcase over there. So that was a great experience for um, the ladies. We represented Team USA and Canada, the players combined. Um, so uh, we we lost to Kingston. Uh, they had some really great uh, athletes on their team. Of course, you know, basketball is not their main sport over there, you know, track and other things. So um, it was really good, you know, to be able to bring that uh, basketball culture over there to the island. That's, that's what's up. Congratulations on even getting that exposure to have that opportunity to go and represent, you know, um, your organization as well as, you know, Team USA and Canada. Um, when you think of women's basketball, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? Um, 
the the fundamentals of the game. Um, you know, I know we're getting caught up in a lot of the young girls dunking and things of that nature, but you know, it's the ultimate beauty of the game that I think about with women's basketball. Um, because we have to use our skills because we're not athletic like that. We're not going to come through here and jump over your dunk on you or anything like that, which a lot of the guys in the NBA are able to use that athletic ability to even just get to the NBA. But that's why you see a lot of our girls now just with athletic ability, it don't keep you in the WNBA. You lose that spot so fast because you can't do the basketball side of it. That IQ side of it is not there. So, that's what I think about when I think about women's basketball, just the, the natural part of basketball, you know, from the beginning of learning before you get into all the, the extra. We, we have that ground and foundation in women's basketball and that I love that. And back to you, you know, you and your organization, you said it's the third season. Um, what has been, you know, the toughest thing with growing your organization? Um, the toughest thing that's with women's basketball, the funding, um, you know, it's, um, hard getting sponsorship, uh, the women pay out of pocket for these, uh, trips that we go on our tour, our games, we pay our own flights, hotels. Um, you know, we've been lucky to have, get a sponsor this year, X foundation, shout out to them, um, for helping us out this season. But it's, it, that's one of the biggest ops, obstacles and also, facilities, you know, being mm. able to get in facilities to be able to train, to be able to, you know, get the practice and things of that nature. And so um, that's also a goal of ours to get our own facility. You know, uh, the Aces have, you know, after 25 years, we're just now getting a franchise that has their own as far as the women's basketball WNBA. Like Candace Parker said, I ain't never been able to leave right. my stuff in the locker room. You know what I'm saying? And she's That's been crazy. a champion how many, in, with how many MVP, organizations? Exactly. MVP, everything. You know what I'm saying? I mean, from college on up. I mean, from high school. I mean, I right. I remember her in high school out there uh, in Chicago. So, um, like I said, it's those are the obstacles, same obstacles that the, the WNBA on every level uh, we're facing that. I mean, you even had a high school girls teams now having to do a lot of fundraisers, even raise money for the school programs to, you know, be able to travel and do the things that, you know, a coach may want to do. So uh, those are the biggest obstacles of getting funding. Um, but other than that, I mean, we still, you know, I have some great women that's part of my organization that really wants to do this. So, like I said, I try to make sure I have things laid out for them so that they can plan around their daily lives because at the end of the day, this is exposure. Uh, some of them don't want to play abroad. They want to continue with dynasty and just play at a high level, um, you know, continue to put women's basketball on the map here in Colorado. Uh, and some do want that offer abroad. So, um, like I said, we still are offering that exposure for those women that want those offers opportunities and the ones that just want to stay here and represent Colorado and give the young ladies something to look up to. And when you think of Colorado, what is the basketball culture there? Actually, the culture is, it's, it's very different, uh, especially coming from the South. Um, mm. So it's, it, it's not a big basketball culture, to be honest. Um, you know, the, the other sports, um, the girls play soccer more, volleyball, um, those uh, sports, softball. Uh, basketball tend to fall down in there to where 
uh, let me do something, you know, to still go on the trip to school, <laughs> you know, uh, for yeah, some of yeah, the girls, yeah. you know. You know, they, they've told me, you know, Coach, this is nothing that I want to do at the next level. You know, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to play softball. You know, that's what I'm going to go to school for, you know, even though they may be good at it. Uh, so the culture is not really big. So that's something else that we're really trying to uh, change. And right now we have a number of young girls that's um, in high school, the class of 2026, 20, 25. Um, that's some of the best in the country. Uh, Bree Crittenden that played at Riverdale Ridge High School. She was one of the top uh, kids in the country in her class, class of 20, uh, 26. So, uh, like I said, we got a lot of uh, young players that's coming up uh, out here in Colorado, even down in Colorado Springs. Uh, Caitlin Kramer, she's down there, like I said. So, we're just trying to continue to Keep the eyes on Colorado. I mean, even with the women uh, at CU Buffs, you know, last year they made it to the Sweet 16 first mm -hmm. time in, you know, forever. <laughs> so, you know, so it's, it's it's a nice little buzz here in Colorado right now uh, regarding women's basketball. And uh, we want to just kind of keep leading the forefront of that and uh, making sure that we do our part with it. When it comes to um, media, I will ask, just because you have it an organization, do you feel as though that all types of exposure is exposure and not just household names? Um, with this age and time now, yeah, I think um, exposure is one of the the biggest things uh, that that really has helped an organization like ours. Um, the more people have known about Denver Dynasty. Um, the more we have been able to get help, whether it's partners or, uh, like I said, a sponsor this year, you know, uh, being in the community, um, that that also has helped a whole lot uh, doing community events. Uh, we're partnered with the Boys and Girls Club uh, here oh, nice. in the Denver metro area. So we go around to Boys and Girls Club, you know, having fun, doing things with the kids, you know, enlightening them on basketball skills, life lessons on and off the floor. So like I said, I think any exposure is good, um, you know, just depending on, you know, what the exposure is, you know, you don't want right, bad right. exposure, of course, but um, if you could get your name out there, your your brand out there uh, for people to see what you got going on, what you're doing in the community, uh, what you're trying to do for the game or whatever, you know, realm you may be in, I think that's always great. Okay. And, you know, if you could describe the way your team plays in one word, what would it be? I would say feisty. Ooh, why? Um, their reflection of me. Uh, Ooh, I know that's day, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, you know, so they they kind of you know I kind of lead by example. You know, of uh, I was a basketball player too. You know, so I do get out there and you know I'll you know do things with them sometimes. Sometimes we're having just open gym or whatever. I get out there and play with them as well. I still have the passion for the game. I can't put 100% in it and play like they can, but, you know, I get out there and get my exercise in. But I would say feisty would be it. Um, they're they're not going to quit. Um, you know, no matter what's going on, they're going to fight to the end. And that's, and that's something that, you know, is a reflection of me and my character on and off the floor. Mm, I like that. And I love the fact that you um, said that their 
a reflection of you and that you, um, you know, you pride yourself on that. I really appreciate um, that answer. Um, and what is next for uh, Denver Dynasty? Like, where do you see your organization within the next five years? Um, next five years, um, I'm hoping minimum we're a G League team. I'm uh, hoping the WNBA comes around and in the next five years and, and really get that uh, going because even with adding, um, you know, teams, it's still not enough spots for the ladies to stay here in the United States. I want us to have the option to stay here, not that we have to go right. abroad to play, you know, so there's some options here. So that's my ultimate goal, um, having a facility here to where we can ultimately give back to the community. Like this weekend, we're having a charity basketball game. We got some backpacks and stuff, you know, oh, filled nice. with, uh, school supplies and uh, new undergarments and stuff. We'll partner with a annual underfair charity, uh, 501c3 charity out of Houston, uh, Texas, that gives uh, undergarments to uh, underprivileged kids and, you know, different neighborhoods. And we all know with the uh, inflation and things, everything is way more expensive now. So this is a great way to help give back. You know, we're giving a week's worth of, um, you know, undergarments, new undergarments, school supplies, other cool little gifts and things of that nature and new backpacks. So uh, we're excited about that this weekend. So That's like weird. I said, being able to have, you know, that facility to where we know for sure we can have whatever kind of event we want have the kids here, do those things, and really be able to get back to the community here. And if anyone wanted to donate, reach out to Denver Dynasty, what are some ways they can contact you guys? Uh, well, they can reach us at denverdynasty.com. Uh, we have our website. Uh, you're able to donate there, become a sponsor. Uh, we have everything that's about Denver Dynasty and the basketball realm that we do uh, there on our site. Uh, you can also follow us at uh, on IG at Denver.Dynasty. Uh, we have uh, a lot of stuff going on there. We post most of our events there and things that we have going on. But if they're interested in helping Denver Dynasty out, they can reach out to us at DenverDynasty.com. Hit us on the email, info at DenverDynasty.com. Um, like I said, we're, we're out here uh, just trying to keep this thing going, uh, advancing the game of women's basketball and, and giving back in any way that we can. So I want to ask you, who is your top five um, WNBA players of all time? Okay. So Cheryl Swoops. Ooh. Okay. Um, Yolanda Adams. I'm old school. You are. So um, I got, um, I got, I got Dawn on there. Um, okay. But I'm going to throw somebody in there. She didn't play in the WNBA. I don't know if you remember. Saudi Roundtree. She played for Georgia back in the day. Oh, she was at that up. Saudi Roundtree. Okay. Yeah, Put me on this game, huh? Yeah, yeah. Look her up. Saudi Roundtree. She played for Georgia. She was tough. Okay. Um, her and Dunn was my one and, and one A and one B. Or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I um, like that. Okay, put me on some game. Talk yeah. to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um my other one I would say uh Katie Smith. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna go, I'm gonna I'm gonna come a little bit and I'm gonna go Maya more. I like Maya. Yes, um, absolutely. Yeah. 
and some of them are the new players I, you know the Asians the uh, you know Stewart's you know all of those I like those the young lady Jones that's coming up on New York team she's really nice you know so the game has really evolved over the years, you know, um, so it was really exciting to see. We played out in Vegas a couple of weeks ago and I was able to catch a Aces and Wings game. And it, and I hadn't been to a game since the Comets. Oh, wow. <laughs> right. That's something so, the game definitely has changed. The, yes, definitely has changed, you know, and that's you got to see a good I, one because Enrique be balling. Yes, yes, definitely. And one thing I would love to see with the WNBA, if we could get the Houston Commons franchise back. I mean, um, that's one of the all-time franchises, you know, have some of the greatest players to ever play the game and play it on those teams. It's only right that, you know, if we're going to expand, let's, let's, let's at least try to put, you know, some of those teams that we, you know, loved and started the originators. Off with. Yeah. yeah, the originators. I mean, they they four time champs. Come on, I, I, I know. Until we get until we get something like that, I don't want to hear nothing about no super teams, right? It, it, no, exactly. <laughs> like I said, I, I like the Aces. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. Time, I think I they knew, met their kryptonite. I think they met their kryptonite. I've been telling people that. I've been telling people that I said, I love the aces, you know, but I said, basketball wise, you looking at it. I said, New York is tough on paper, especially with Al Jones has Kansas. found her. Jones has found her foot in JJ these last, these last 15 games. And she, I man, and Johannes off the bench. Woo, Cause she was Ooh, just letting it fly. Like, I'm talking she, about leaning to the side. And, <laughs> dude, it was, it was uh, I don't know what it was the start of that game last night, but I was just like, okay, is anyone gonna make a basket? Um, but you know, I'm a, I'm um I I'm gonna be. I just started watching women's basketball. Like I knew about like because Maya Moore was everywhere. You know, you know about the dynasty teams. You know, Lisa Leslie. You know, when it first came out. You know, I love Rebecca Lobo. So, um, you know about you know when that came out. But me really getting into WNBA was probably like two years ago. So my first WNBA game. Um, I saw Connecticut, so I'm a big Connecticut fan. I love Alyssa okay. Thomas. She is a monster. So, and I get to see her like play all the time because I'm always there. So, seeing what she does on the court, it may not be big numbers, but what Alyssa Thomas does is right. incredible. To lead the W yeah. in triple doubles is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, it's an exciting time, and that's why I say, you know, um, I think it's a great time for my organization and any organization that's out there like mine, because like I said, I don't uh, business wise see them going and trying to make 20 G league teams, you know, um, you're going to try to find somebody that's kind of established that's doing some things. Um, right. And of course we got some talk about, you know, we could be one of the cities for an expansion team. Hey, We'll be a be the G League team to our right? our WNBA. Definitely team, need you know? it, especially yeah, with the know. fifth season going away because COVID's going away, and I believe that fifth season helped a lot of um, rookies coming in who got right. that took the fifth season and was able to get that extra year in college. So that's going away this coming season. So if a G League's possible, and it's definitely. Get that, get that, yeah. get that business deal. I know that's right. Exactly, definitely get exactly. that business so, deal. So yeah, so we looking at that. So definitely when we get that deal, 
You got an interview, see. We gonna get back on here. You already know. Yes, sir. <laughs> I love to speak all this into existence. Definitely. Yes, exactly. I appreciate you giving me your time, Coach B, and you know, coming and share the Denver Dynasty journey and just coming to chop it up with your girl. All right. I appreciate you having me on here for the opportunity. And I look forward to speaking with you again soon. Have a good night. All right. You do the same. Bye. Bye. Before I head out, guys, I just want to say I hope you guys um, enjoyed that conversation that I had with Coach B. Um, make sure you guys go and check out Denver Dynasty. Keep up with Denver Dynasty. Follow Denver Dynasty on IG. Um, thank you to Jarrell Grimes and King Nate Productions for my intro song. I definitely still love it. It still gives me, you know, that feeling in my bones where I want to dance, you know, break it down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Um, so make sure you guys um, check out Jarrell Grimes and King Nate Productions for all what they got going on. Um, you know, because Jarrell is my manager as well. Um, so make sure you guys um, definitely hit him up. Also, guys, the squad will be back tomorrow, September 11th, live, 094, Mondays, back in full effect. Um, so make sure you stay tuned for us as well. And next week, conversation with Coach D. We talked so much basketball. I had a blast. And then even after the conversation was over, we talked even more basketball. So I hope you guys are ready for this next week's episode because we coming, we coming hot. So until then, see you out.